Hello, and welcome to my art update podcast thingy. This is episode 26. I don't have a title yet. I will by the time I put it out. Anyway, just the usual la-di-da here. The purpose of this podcast is to update people who know me, Andrew Wilner, about what's been going on creatively and, yeah, for me over the last week. Of course, some life updates get uh, rolled into that, too. So, you know what? If you don't know me and you've never heard of me and you're just, you know, a general audience who came across this podcast somehow, I mean, this this just might not be the podcast for you. I mean, feel free to listen. It's a free world. Uh, but, uh, yeah, don't blame me. If you're bored listening uh, to my things about my life, <laughs> if this is your first update and you haven't been keeping up with me over the years, I suggest checking out update number one and maybe update number two to bring yourself up to date before jumping back here. So three weeks in a row now, I failed utterly to get this podcast out on time and I'm writing this on Friday afternoon in a rush. Uh, actually, I'm writing this, sorry, that's present tense for when I was writing. I was actually writing this like two hours ago uh, at Yokohama Station. Right, because I just made a run to the bank, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, yeah, this just may be how things go until the summer show goes up. There's just a lot going on and uh, during the week. We're doing a lot of rehearsals, and I don't have a lot of time outside of that uh, to do this, plus all my normal admin that I have to take care of. All right, Jekyll and Hyde main stage. We had two rehearsals this, this week, uh, Monday and Thursday, uh, plus a tech rehearsal on Wednesday. So that's been the normal pattern. Next week, we probably won't have, we won't have the Wednesday in the space to do tech. So I'm thinking we might want to get the group together to do some table talk uh, somewhere else because we don't have access to the rehearsal room that day because the hula ladies are back in town. And that actually means we only have half a day on Thursday as well. Um, on Monday, we worked on story ideas which I think was a little bit premature. Oh, I should add uh, the new interns, Kendall and Adriana have started. Kendall's doing video stuff. Adriana's joined the performance ensemble. Uh, right, so we worked on story ideas. I think it was premature and we kind of pushed things out. We kind of pushed that direction before we were really ready for it. Uh, on Thursday, we kind of went the other way and we did some performance art exercises that were really completely, in lots of ways, disconnected from what we were doing, maybe too much. So, mm, yeah. Anyway, things I've learned. Okay, I came up with more story ideas since the last time I, I mentioned, uh, since I mentioned the story idea I had last week. Um, and I came up with a flow chart for the first story idea I told you about last week. I've come up with a few more. I won't discuss them now. We're just sort of going to put them through the grinder in the next week and see what people grab onto. Mike suggested that I maybe need to be a little more, not pushy. I mean, his word was autocratic. But uh, maybe I need to sort of push us in a particular direction so that the group can sort of focus on that because uh, maybe we're too scattered. I don't know. I'm still, mm, I don't like to do that. So we'll see what happens. I don't like to do that when a, there's a group that can actually come up with their own material, which is what we've got. Uh, right. Anyway, yeah. So I'm, I'm continuing to try to and get the group to come up with ideas that reflect the themes of hidden and systemic violence and how that's been viewed differently than other types of violence. And yet I want these ideas to be expressed simply with stage images and movement and like, yeah, so sort of less like concrete, but like trying to avoid sort of pantomime stuff. And it's, uh, it's been a bit of a challenge. Uh, we've got this recurring image of a woman in a boat, like sort of just cause there's a boat prop <laughs> that's from the JDS show and we've kind of taken it over and we love this boat prop. And this happened, I think, the first time we were in the space, in the big space with lights and stuff, we created this image. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just the first week. It's got nothing to do with the show. But now I really feel like this image has to be integrated. We're all kind of in love with it. And I know part of this process is like, uh, as they call it, uh, killing your darlings or killing the baby. Um, horrible way to put it. 
but it means to get rid of ideas that you really like, but maybe don't fit in the show. But maybe in this case, it's the opposite. Maybe we need, maybe this is a, this is an idea and maybe we need to adapt the show to that idea because it seems to be the one thing we kind of all agree on and all have like, a, all have developed an emotional connection to. Right. Anyway, um, hey, Wednesday uh, in the tech day, we did some more work creating projection and lighting images. We did, Chris asked the ensemble to send uh, images in so that we could try throwing them up on the thing. Nobody sent anything. So we actually, um, we ended up just doing three of sort of my ideas in terms of here are certain ways, here, here are certain things that could be in the show that uh, we had like uh, vaporwave images to, and then we had sort of neo-Victorian and then we had this sort of utopian sort of agrarian rolling hillsides kind of thing. Anyway, okay. Uh, anyway, I've posted some photos of this in the show notes, I hope. <laughs> I'm saying this now, I haven't actually done it yet. Uh, you'll have to jump through the website to, to read them. I will leave a link at the bottom of the show notes so you can jump directly to the website because apparently the podcast, uh, a lot of the podcast players don't do that. And yeah, in general, I need to push everyone to do the required reading and install the required software. Nobody has finished V for Vendetta yet, which is a bit frustrating because, you know, they do have time uh, to read stuff. And a bunch of them still haven't installed the synchronization software, which is how we're going to share large files. And it's come up a couple times this week. And I, yeah, I've had to remind people that they need to install this. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's enough of that. Uh, Nerd Night, uh, we started the social media posts for the next show. I'll talk more about that maybe next time. Podcast, still have not had time. Other, uh, so there's this flamenco show going on this weekend. YTG is providing lighting for it this Sunday. Um, I'm also now uh, providing video recording because the new intern, Kendall, uh, needs to practice on the on our camera. So I thought, well, I'll bring him down and we'll we'll help them out by by videotaping this performance. I was going to avoid it at first because I didn't want to I didn't want to get involved with like having to move footage around or blah blah blah. But the light because of the lights we're using, and I know they cause flickering on normal cameras that don't have um, the ability to shift shutter angle. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure they have some good footage since I do have someone free to operate the camera. Uh, anyway, but this whole thing involves going to JDS late Saturday night to pull lights and cable and then going back stupidly early on Sunday morning to like get these things that we've put by the door, load them onto a car and drive over to the venue for a two o'clock show. Okay, uh, life updates. Uh, Mike wasn't uh, feeling well this week, so I went back to my usual curriculum for the university classes. So that was too bad. I was really looking forward to seeing what Mike was going to do with them in the second week. Um, oh, I have a bank world record to report, at least to Japan. I did. Um, so the YTG part of the Netflix job finally came through. Yay! The money came in. So I had to do a quick. I had to withdraw today before withdraw today before the bank take took takes out its banking fees on Monday. So I had to, and I lost the banking card in March, and it was in with some other cards. Had my name on it. There was other stuff in there that had my name on it. I was really expecting these cards which included my, my YTG um, Passmo, my, my train pass. And yeah, I think maybe those were the only two things in there. But they both had my name on. If it had gone to a station, the station would have called me and I would have been able to pick it up because they would have had my phone number on record. So I just expected these to get returned. They didn't. Anyway, so I lost that. So I had to go in to do this big withdrawal and I needed to get the cash card reissued. Um, and here's the miracle. It only took me one hour. Now, mind you, this is this is like this is in a branch where the staff outnumbered customers by at least five to one. There was I had no waiting to be served, but I had waiting sort of like every step of the way. So it was it was an hour to do these really basic things. But for my bank, 
And my impression is for Japanese banks in particular, that's really fast. Last time I went in to do anything at this bank, it took me th like two, two and a half hours. And then they couldn't do the final step because we'd actually, they'd actually drawn it out past closing time. So I just want to say world record for my bank. Um, what else? Last week, I may have mentioned this in last week's podcast. I don't remember. It was my 19th Japan anniversary. Uh, I might have said 20th if I mentioned this last week. It's not my 20th Japan anniversary because the first year is a zero. It's my zeroth Japan anniversary. So, but it is 20 years, does represent 20 years in Japan. And I was too busy to do anything. So next year, I definitely want to have a party or something since I realized that that is going to be the actual 20th Japan anniversary. Um, what else? Okay, my daily driver laptop, an early 2015 MacBook, is slowly becoming too slow. This is just a problem with the way software works these days. Like in the past, you could have an old computer and still sort of use it the way you always used it because computers didn't sort of slow down because you were always running the same software on them most of the time. Like if you're running your word processor, you're running the original one you bought, the same version, because they're not doing online updates because the computers were never online. But also so much is web-driven and, and most software these days is constantly updated. So if you need anything that runs like using a browser, it gets slower and slower as browsers gain new features and websites add those features. Um, also, OSs or operating systems are now updated too. And then it sim causes similar issues with their updated to work on the newest hardware as well. And frequently the older hardware takes performance hits because of that. Uh, yeah. So and that's, that's a bit frustrating. I don't know what to do about that. I can't really afford a uh, new computer at this point. And I'm also actually really grateful for this computer in the first place. It was um, lent to me by my friend, Kimothy. And uh, yeah, she just never asked for it back. I offered it back a few times. Um, I didn't really want to give it back, but I felt I had to. And she's kindly let me keep it. But uh, aside from the slowness, actually, the keyboard's starting to go. It's a known problem with these models. And the down arrow does no longer, does not work at all anymore. And the space bar is kind of, sometimes it doesn't do a space and sometimes it does two spaces. Very frustrating to type with. So yeah, I actually have another one of those models that somebody gave to me when they left Japan, but the key, that keyboard is actually broken. So I don't have a working keyboard between two computers. Anyway, I will have to look into figuring that out. I'm hoping I can, uh, I can get a keyboard secondhand for that thing. Or maybe I start carrying a Bluetooth keyboard to use with it. Who knows? All right, uh, that's enough about computers. Uh, right, something else. I am just dying for some time to think creatively, to daydream, to doodle, to document those daydreams and doodles. The the recent recently working on the show has really forced me to sort of uh, like realize that I don't have a lot of this time because I'm trying to come up with ideas for the show. But like the other night, I had this amazing idea that combined that woman in the boat thing with the story idea I'd come up with. And, but I, I had my elbows, I was up to my elbows basically in dishwater and I couldn't write anything down. And by the time I got free, I couldn't remember the idea anymore. And I, it's very frustrating. That happens to me a lot. And I just don't have time to sort of, uh, I don't have time to, yeah, just do that. I would love to have four hours a week where someone just paid me to come up with ideas or to, or, and I, I would just be banned from doing any kind of like arts admin work or, or uh, uh, freelance or hustling during that time. Like I could lie on the grass, as I said to someone this week, I just need, I, I really need to like lie on the grass and look up at the clouds and just have some ideas whether, and, and not worry about whether they're a product or not. I'm just, ugh, yeah. Like I need to carve out, yeah, I mean, I would need the, enough money so that I could afford to put off um, 
urgent tasks to make sure I had that four hours a week. I don't know how to, how to do this though. I, I mean, I already, I, I, so I carve out 40 to 60 minutes each week to do this podcast update thingy, plus another 20 to 60 if I rewrite a poem or something to read or to reread here. Uh, and it's really great to produce something each week and I need to do this, but I also need to have time that like isn't productive or necessarily that doesn't have to be productive. Like obviously if it is, that's great, but I need time where I can be like, oh, if I wasn't productive in this four hours, the main thing is I was just, I let my mind wander. I was able to let my mind wander. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's going on. That's going on inside my head. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm looking to book my tickets, uh, some tickets to Canada this winter. Prices are still high, but they're not as crazy as they were last year. So um, yeah, I'm hoping to spend about three months in Canada this, this winter. I'm a little bit worried about insurance. That was a big challenge last time to get insurance that was cheap. And I did get insurance that was cheap and then I needed to use it. And it took me like a year, more than a year to get the payout from it. Because uh, obviously it was an American insurance company because those are the ones that are cheap and they were just, they fought me at every step. Um, yeah, and I'm going to keep an eye out for sort of, uh, the kind of the kind of work I'm interested in doing while I'm there because I just I, you know it's hard to find it's hard to find stuff here so I mean obviously I'll be I maybe be looking for some freelance photographer gigs but actually I really I'm I'm looking into the kind of stuff the kind of jobs I've been applying for and actually the, so I I think I mentioned on this podcast two big jobs that I've applied for I yeah I um neither of them have contacted me both of them have accepted my my resume and stuff. And, uh, one, the opening is closed and they said they'd reply, or they said they'd, they'd go through resumes at the beginning of, of uh, the end of May and they'd contact people who were advancing at the beginning of June. I sent them an email a week ago today asking for an update. And I just said like, you know, I would just like to know if I'm out of the running. Uh, and the other one, the job posting is still open and there's been no peep out of them either. I mean, th these are like really big jobs in for the art sector. And it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time to apply for them. And I, I mean, I just wish they would do the applicants, my, myself and others, the courtesy. I mean, I really wish I could just get an interview um, or failing that. I mean, just the courtesy of, of letting, letting people know that they're not in the running anymore. You know, we're not talking about positions that will have hundreds and hundreds of qualified applicants here, you know, or, or big faceless organizations. These are sort of art organizations they they have their their face is very you know should is personable and they're nonprofits and you would just expect them to just have a little bit more of a personal touch anyway so just some frustration i don't know this thing is this podcast is really turning into me doing a lot of uh kvetching uh apologies uh anyway uh last last update i'm going to do uh there's a parent teacher interview this afternoon uh we need to tell the teacher about our the winter trip and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, we also need to ask some questions about Hammy's grades, which have not been great, uh, necessarily this year. And I, uh, we're not worried about that, but we're kind of just, we kind of just want to know what's going on. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's so much more I want to talk to you about, but as usual, I'm under time pressure to get this recording part done. I can do the posting later tonight, but I like to do the recording when there's nobody home and I can, you know, go fully on voice. Um, my wife's going to be home soon to eat and then we're going to have to head out to the school. And yeah, while I, not, I, I may not post this till tonight, I have got to get the recording done, as I said. Anyway, that's it for this week. Wow, it's a long one. Uh, yeah, Andrew out. Catch you next time. Bye.